and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. I am going to try to slam through the list you cannot see. I mean, I get to a certain thing because I really wanted to spend some time on it, and unfortunately you can hear how fast I'm talking because I'm still worked up, uh, even after getting home, that I, I was at the day job uh, longer. They finally needed me to stay instead of getting out of there early, but of course today's a day where I could have used getting out early. Money was good. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... I have, like, no time to uh, record this and decompress and get what I need to get done. I'm going to slam through this massive, it says computer fire of doing. I got a bunch of web work done. I finished the designs for that um, fundraiser um, poster and flyer, and I've got that information. I've got it brought up, so I will get to it in just a moment. But I got that done. I ended up uh, recording two shows, editing three, getting everything where it needs to go, for the most part, I have one more, I, like, I have to do thing um, for the network today, thus I'm trying to speed through all this, um, not that it'll take me that long, but I got a bunch of that done, I got a bunch of my own personal stuff done, once again, like, making calls, answering emails, stuff for personal and business, uh, the lists have, like, shrunk, um, one, I think I cut in half, my personal to-do list got cut in half, which is huge, because my I've split days off uh, at the day job, the schedule, and it was just one of those. Um, Saturday was kind of a lost day in terms of, you know, waking up. I got to, it was nice sleeping in, um, but you know it, it was spent. You know, I went book shopping, I went grocery shopping, um, you know, and then I had to wake up early the next day on Sunday, and then I went in on a, a rare Monday. For no reason, I, I could have had three days off, which would have been great, because I would have, uh, my to-do list would have been almost done. Um, like, completely, utterly done. Except for stuff that's, like, time, like, hurry up and wait stuff. With some advertising, um, you know, emails I'm waiting. I've, I've, got, I've got to wait a certain amount of time uh, before I can bug them. Uh, not bug them, but, you know, follow up on. Um, so, massive fire doing. So great to see so much of the list gone. And, you know, the stuff that's left is stuff that's, like, ongoing that, you know, I'll just wait till next week when I have a quote-unquote weekend and just knock shit out. Um, especially because the weather was bad here in Denver on uh, on Tuesday. So, it was a perfect, literally a perfect storm where that was like, well, you know, I quote-unquote slept in until 6. Um, I didn't want to leave the house. Um, until everything had cleared up, which was in the very early afternoon. So I was like, well, I, you know, my computer is holding me captive audience. I'm going to, you know, watch the end of a movie. But before I can do that, I have to get XYZ done. And then watch the second half of a movie. Um, ate something. And then it was like, okay, well, back to, you know, ABC. Start at the beginning of the list. Um, before I can unwind and leave the house for a couple errands, come back, watch a movie, and go to bed. So, uh, it was really nice having that day. Um, uh, you know, I could have used uh, more time, obviously, since it sounds like I'm running behind. Um, the information, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. So, it is Orion's Birthday Bash on April 30th at uh, 2017 at Scruffy Murphy's, which is located at 2030 Larimer Street, Denver, Colorado. It's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's furthering... Uh, the, the all the proceeds, I think most of the proceeds, if not all, go to the Tennyson Center for Children, uh, located in Denver, which gives, or I think might be on the northwest side. Doesn't matter if you're listening in, in Canada or China or Illinois. So, But it, the, the center provides a safe space for families in physical crisis, emotional crisis, gives them a safe place. 
um, something, you know, very close to me and obviously close to my friend. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, you can, there'll be music drink specials. Uh, it says a raffle and a silent auction. I know they're going to have a couple bands play, but I don't know what bands. They didn't give me that information. Um, you can, if you want to make a donation to the Tennyson um, Center for Children, it's uh, Tennyson, T-E-N-N-Y-S-O-N, C-E-N-T-E-R, TennysonCenter.org, backslash Orion, like the constellation, uh, O-R-I-O-N. Um, there's a Facebook.com, which is a FB or Facebook.com, backslash Orion Colligan. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Orion, once again, and then C-O-L-L-I-G-A-N. I love that I get to do something for a fundraiser. I, I love that I can use my powers for the good of mankind. Um, you know, I'm not out there stopping crime, but if I can make an eye-catching poster that pulls money into a, a, a great charity, then bet your ass I'm going to do it. So... And it's been a blast, like I said. Um, I got to work kind of outside of the box in terms of my own art style. She loved it. I'm so happy for her. Um, on a personal note, I'm happy for me because it came out great. Uh, but I'm happy that she likes it and um, she'll put uh, my art to good use. Lastly, oh no, 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 that's not lastly. This The note says, unexpected notes on fear agents. You're going to see this. I'm going to take pictures of it. Um, and post it to our Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. But um, there's a huge amount of uh, ma massive spoilers. And if, if I posted it now, I'd have to like literally like, oops, sorry, folks. I have to go in and um, like redact like paragraphs of stuff that I gave Deb the notes for Fear Agents months ago. And I finally like, like I talked about a couple weeks ago, um, was like, hey, I need you to have this done um, so that we can proceed on um, fear agents. And it's the same speech I'm going to give uh, Lizzie when we get together to record No Applause, Just the Clap. Yes, he's back, folks. When we get together uh, next week, uh, or this week. So he doesn't have to have it done by this week. I know he listens to this. Um, so you don't have to have it done this week. And you know how much it's weird when I have conversations with you over this podcast. But probably, you know, I'll give him... Uh, I'm going to be the um, the thread through... No applause, just a clap. So every other week it's going to be me and Deb, and every other week it'll be me and Lizzie or Ryan. You know, or it doesn't have to be necessarily every other week, but however our schedules fit and however much we can, you know, they can commit the time to it. But um, I'm going to be, you know, the consummate host on No Applause, Just the Clap. And anyway, my point is that, you know, he'll have, uh, you know, at least a, a couple weeks in between recording No Applause with me that he can get some work done. Um, on, on Fear Agents, which is, a, I think, a seven-page, very weirdly, it, it's like a vaguely, it's not vaguely detailed, it's like detailed vaguely, because um, there's a lot of information, but then a lot of character names are just placeholder, um, they're there to remind me, like, kind of what the character's all about, um, even though I'm using um, copyrighted and, and, and all that uh, character names, uh, those will change. So, I mean, that part I necessarily wouldn't have to redact. Well, I probably would do it for legal reasons. But, um, and Deb started writing all of these, like, weird notes. Uh, she had been drinking. And, I mean, she did mark what she, we needed to see um, illustrated, what she wanted to see illustrated. And she was like, uh, I've got, like, five on the first page. I'm like, great, that's fine. 
I've got three. We're going to have some overlap, which will eliminate like two of your five and one of my three. So it doesn't really matter. But she made these like inane notes. Um, and I'll give you two because it doesn't really ruin anything. But one of them says like, uh, this character reveals himself. And I mean, reveals himself from the shadows, you know, as a, as a mastermind of some, you know, um, Byzantine plot. Uh, and I said, you know, this character reveals himself. And she goes, nice. And one of them, there's a character who I'm not going to explain him because that'd be spoilers, massive spoilers, but his name is Gregory Harrison. And she goes, oh, of the shitty Beatles. Like, she would write these inane and hilarious, like, Shane Black-isms in my outline that almost made them better. Um, in, in, like I said, in a way that I was like, I, when you're done, we're taking pictures of all of this. I'm going to throw them in a folder and they'll eventually see the light of day once Fear Agent starts going and I can release some of this stuff without heavily redacting it for spoilers uh, or legal reasons or, you know, anything like that. So, I but, you know, it was funny because it's it was unexpected notes. She can't stop herself from giving me notes, which is nice in terms of that, you know, we're working together on Kathy Hammond and, and you know, I kind of have been reading her stuff as I write and she goes, well, I like this, but... You know, what about this? And I go, okay, well, we'll get there because I'm writing it, like I said, freeform organically. So, you know, this is stage one of writing Kathy Hammond where notes process will come in around like stage like two or three when we hit like outlining the, the actual episodes and chapters and I start writing script, which the talent I want on board for that is on board for that. So I'm so psyched. But it was fun having these like weird unexpected notes that just made me laugh. Lastly, I, I, you know, I guess it, it's hard, you know, by the time I edit this down, it's, it's going to be like 10 minutes at this point. So yeah, let, let's get into it. Fuck it. Um, down the rabbit hole we go, folks. The note says rejection slash processing loneliness. Um, you've heard me talk over the last probably month that, uh, I asked, I was dragging out and she had a boyfriend. No one's fault. Uh, I mean, I guess her boyfriend's fault, but I'm not blaming him. That'd be weird and unfair. I did run into a girl. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this that much. Um, I did run into a girl uh, uh, while I was out and about. And at first, we just kind of casually was talking about the weather and, and, and shared a cigarette. Uh, she was smoking her own. But we kind of shared the, the cigarette time together. And then, like, maybe a week later, we, we met back at this, like, bar and grill. And we ended up talking for, like, three hours. And I was like, wow, there's this definite emotional connection. And then, uh, you know, the, the next week I ended up running into her and I was like, I'm asking her out. Or, you know, I'm going to really put my nuts on the chopping block. And uh, I, I didn't have to. She put my nuts there for me uh, and not in a good way. Um, but I ended up running into her and she was like, I was like, how you doing? And she goes, um, well, I've got a date and I'm really nervous. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I wasn't going to ask her out right then and there because that seems stupid and pointless emotionally so then i said well if your date goes to sh crap um you know give me a call maybe we'll hang out you know and i kind of maybe threw a little spin on it like ladies or you know i didn't wink but it was a verbal wink like hey like that don't work out how about this you know piece of beef cake that's not true i'm just a piece of cake no beef just cake so she goes uh no, I think we're better off as friends. Um, and she didn't say it venomously or condescendingly, 
Um, but it, it was like one of those, like, kind of like went, oh, all right. And I didn't say this out loud, but I was like, thought we had a thing. Guess we don't have a thing. Moving on. Um, and then it, it turns out like a friend was joining me and I was like, we need to not be here. Um, cause I didn't make a jackass out of myself, but I, I feel like a jackass, you know, that, that sucks. Um, I'm rejected again, hot on the heels of a couple weeks ago with rejection and I'm not blaming the girls. Um, and I'm not turning it necessarily inward. We might get a little bit into that on, on the like sub note on this. Um, but it's not like I'm going, what's wrong with me? You know, am I some hideous chud? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not, you know, almost unbearably beautiful like I do claim. Um, but I'm not a horrible, I'm not deformed. I'm not, you know, the toxic Avenger, um, by any stretch of the imagination, I hope. Um, but I'm not Brad Pitt on the other end of that spectrum, I guess. Is that the hot person now? Or is it, uh, uh, who's Thor? Uh, um, Chris Hemsworth. I'm not Chris Hemsworth. He is beefcake. So, you know, and, and I, I wanted to talk about processing loneliness. And the thing is, it's so easy to do one of two things, um, in terms of, a pro in terms of like the superficial processing to turn it outwards, which is, you know, fuck you, um, you don't know what you're missing, uh, you know, you're a loss. Uh, is it? No. That's begrudging them their happiness without you that you might not even bring them. It doesn't make any sense. So, you know, don't do that. Uh, also brings up a bunch of uh, secondary emotions like anger, uh, which stems from rejection and sadness, um, as, as, as well as, you know, control issues. Like, you want to control that... You know, uh, it's their fault and, and not yours. Now, there's the other end of it, uh, internalizing it, that it is your fault. Like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. Uh, I, you know, didn't say the right thing. Um, that shirt I was wearing was stupid. I'm never wearing that st stupid shirt. Um, I'm going to burn it. Um, you know, I, you know, I don't deserve happiness. And therein lies the rub, uh, therein lies the rub, folks. The subnote says, do I deserve happiness? And I had a very emotionally sobering thought um, that I take responsibility for my actions, uh, for the things in my life, um, for the decisions I make, and I'm not sure I do. Not right now. Um, I think I still need to process a bunch of stuff. I don't think the work on myself is done. I think there's been some degree of backsliding and regression. Um, and it's not that I don't deserve happiness. But for right now, I think I need to focus on myself. And you know what? That's responsibility. And that's awareness. So really, when I, when I thought about this earlier, when I made that note, I was on the verge of tears. And, and there was a part of me that was very opportunistic <laughs> that was like, I'm going to cry on damn, and it's going to be genuine human emotion. Well, I'm not crying. Um, and that doesn't mean that I'm not capable of genuine human emotion. It just means that at this point, I have processed enough of what's going on to go, I know that... I need to keep working on myself. I need to focus on myself. I need to be responsible 
for getting myself to the point where I can love myself again because I think I'm kind of beating myself up and it's not that easy to turn off for certain reasons. Uh, I'm not going to get into those reasons right now, um, but maybe next week um, I'll, I'll get into, you know, kind of the, the corner you paint yourself into or beat yourself into. Um, but I, I recognize I can be responsible and say, look, I need to do more work on myself. And does that mean that I'm, that I don't deserve happiness? No. But does that mean I need to prolong the kind of happiness that I want? Absolutely. Um, I want to be in a healthy, committed relationship because I'm a serial monogamist, but I think trying to distract myself or just rush into something or, or trick myself into thinking like, yeah, I'm okay. Um, I think these kind of series of rejections have given me a clarity and gone, you know, despite what they see in you, what you see in you, you know, dot, 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 maybe I'm still not ready. And I need to be okay with that. Um, and I am okay with that. I'm not ready. And now I just need to get to being okay with being ready. Or I need to get ready and then say okay. Or some variation thereof. And at this point, I think I'm kind of just babbling about the words ready and okay. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, um, I guess... I'll get to beating yourself up into a corner next week edition. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.